This week on the BevCast, we try to make our connection to Miami, but get delayed in Orlando. One star, we're in. All right, and welcome to the BevCast. Hey, BevCast. Bevcast. Episode 141. Duh. No. No. <laughs> that was last week. Still doing it. You've been no. doing it all week. <laughs> Uh, all week, yes. Yeah. All your life. <laughs> I'll never not do it. <laughs> Great. So I'm Harlow. I'm Mackie. I'm the Beach. And I'm Chuck. And what we do each and every wonderful episode of the Bamfcast is sometimes we go into the past of bad movies and uh, we, uh, we we make a connection and we come in here and we talk about it for mm-hmm. about 30 to 45 minutes. And these movies, they get a rating after we talk about them. A good bad movie, an enjoyable bad movie gets one to five jocks, as in robot jocks. Yeah. Hooray. Hoorah. And bad, bad movies doesn't stay away. They get one to five bags and a negative sliding scale as in douchebags after Twilight. Oh. (laughs) So, we decided to pick a movie that the internet's all of a sudden been talking about a lot. And so we figured we better jump on this crazy train before it gets too far off the tracks. Right. And uh, so we did 1987's Miami Connection. Sure. Because, why not? Hey. Because it showed up on a lot of best bad movie list yeah because we sent one to bob freelander who runs mm-hmm. rupert pupkin speaks dot blogspot.com right we sent a list and a whole bunch of other people sent in lists and then miami connection showed up on a bunch of them yeah well the the basic backstory of this movie is, is it was made 1987 but it apparently shelved and lost for 25 years they like screened it locally I, yeah. a couple times and then that was it yeah, and then mm. it's like all of a sudden it's popping up and getting released and showing in theaters and it's like playing in New York. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, so, well, there was an LA, there was like a midnight showing. Yeah, that yeah. was a couple weeks ago that a whole bunch of people went to and they're like, it was one of the best experiences <laughs> I've ever had. Yeah, which I, I could see that. Oh yeah, yeah. But let's get let's get a plot summary out of the way. This is uh, the only one we could find is uh, courtesy of somebody. Unfortunately, they don't credit who writes these, but this is off of Letterboxd.com because mm-hmm. it's nowhere else. No. In a world where ninjas dream of being rock stars and rock stars dream of being ninjas, five guys from Orlando, Florida, do their best to complicate the order of things when they try to be both at the same time. That's deep, man. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. a lot more philosophical than our synopses Super usually deep. are. Yeah. yeah. And well, it's not really what the movie's not about really, either. No. no. <laughs> I mean, it's cute, but no. no. The main plot is <laughs> these Taekwondo-loving dudes mm-hmm. yeah. have formed a band mm-hmm. about Taekwondo. Dragon Song. Dragon sounds. Sound. Dragon sound. sound. I like song better. Dragon, dragon song. Sound. Yeah. Dragon. They, dragon sound makes dragon songs. Yeah. yeah. And they get a gig at a club. And they're dragon club. And <laughs> in a dragon. I town. guess the former band, who also are friends with ninjas, are not happy ninja about bikers. it. They're friends yes, with ninja, ninja bikers. There are ninja bikers. Yeah. You're glossing over the first scene where we were like, "Oh, this obviously makes sense. This is Miami Connection." Yeah. Because but, they're. But let's yeah, just, yeah. I just want to say we sure. thought we were getting into kind of. Stunt Rock 2, almost. Yeah. That was yeah. pretty much how we figured this was, because it's like, ninja these band. guys are in a band, but they're also ninjas. Sure. And they do ninja things on stage sometimes, or yeah. taekwondo things Which, on stage. Mm-hmm. When you when you read this, when you read about this movie, you think, okay, that's what it is, but it's not. Nope. It is not. Not really. No. 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 But the first scene. Yeah, the first scene. Because we're like, you know, it starts off in the harbor somewhere in Miami, mm-hmm. and there's a drug deal going down. You know, guys, shady guys, you're standing around. Dudes in know. Panama hats. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Mac-10s. Dude cuts... Big sunglasses. Yep. Dude Turf. cuts the bag open with a knife and... Yeah. Tastes it. Puts it in his mouth. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, ninjas. <laughs> they just kind of Poof, come ninjas. swarming in and disrupt yeah. the thing and steal the drugs and... Uh-huh. Cut murder off Murder dudes. Yeah. yeah. This is the best action dude. scene of the movie. Yeah. yeah. It's the first action scene. Yeah. And we're like, okay, Miami... I mean, they are... Miami Connection. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Ninjas they, are... They're up drugs. Severing yeah. limbs and... Stealing drugs. Throwing stars into dudes' necks and yeah. just doing ninja shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and flips. Yeah, there's some yep. flips. Yeah. Sweet like ninja, I said, some swarming. Ninja shit. Ninja yeah. shit. And then, like, credits start happening, and and then, like, and even then right, there's be- right before... minutes of bullshit. Well, like, right before... <laughs> like, it's weird, because, like, you know, they're doing, like, show you a little bit more of the movie, and then cut back to another name type of thing. They're showing deleted scenes during the credits, kind basically, of, yeah. ultimately. But the very last one, like, right before the director credit, it suddenly goes, Orlando, Florida. Yeah. And then that's pretty much where the rest of the movie takes place. Mm-hmm. Other than a couple of scenes where it cuts back to Ninja Dojo. Yeah. Yeah. But it like, you know, it, it, I think it goes to Ninja Do- Dojo before the credits are over because the head ninja is like, hey, you stole all the drugs, but what about the money? And they're all like, oh, money. Sorry. And he's like, don't do it again. And then somebody walks in and brings the money anyway. And yeah. And then, it, then it's like credits happen. And, and then it's Orlando and you're in this club and the guy goes, hey, we got a new band. This is Dragon Sound. Hope you like them. Hope you like them. And <laughs> they're the sound of dragons. <laughs> and uh, the first song is, I think the first song was kind of playing during the credits or yeah, something. It, it, was. it was pretty good. Like, I was like, all right. You know. No, no, no. no, no, no. Yeah, oh, yeah. Like, the first one was like, all right, this is more sorcery. Like, this is some kind of badass 80s rock. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, like, after this scene, when, he gets, when they actually get the proper in- introduction, uh-huh. hope you like this new band. And that's their song. It's like, we're best friends. We're best friends forever, and friendship is great. Yeah, it's like an after-school and special band all of a sudden. Shaking heads with your enemies <laughs> and letting bygones be bygones. Yeah. Trust, Not love, and peace. Not doing drugs and, yeah. and doing your homework. It's like every 80s PSA all wrapped into one yeah. song. And saying yes, sir, no, sir. And, and the, citizens of protection. the citizens of Orlando <laughs> love this shit. They are just losing their mind. What is wrong with your people, man? <laughs> yes, I am. This is my hometown being represented. <laughs> mm-hmm. Probably yeah. the only time my hometown has ever been represented in a movie directly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's been the location for some, but they never claimed it. Yeah, no. it's never used as anything other than background. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, they, this guy does say that this is the hottest club in Central Florida. Yeah. And it shows. Oh. When Dragon Sound gets on stage, that's when you know. Well, no, you know when you see that umbrella, because if you've got an umbrella inside, that place is hot. Yeah. I, I think I, what, I they, meant, umbrella. They, <laughs> what yeah. they most likely meant was that their air conditioning had blown oh. up. Oh. <laughs> and there were pyrotechnics, which probably heated yes. it up even more. Well, yeah. And it actually gotten stuck in heat and full blast. <laughs> so it was 136 <laughs> degrees in there, nice. making it the hottest club in Central mm. Florida. So, but okay. yeah, everyone goes nuts over Dragonstown. Love it. Yeah. Except us. <laughs> well, well, and in addition to us, and oh, okay. beardy dude, like yes, yeah. sort of quasi like nerdy Chuck Norris, sure, kind of, yeah. He's but the yeah. dude from, well, he's not the dude from, but he's the dude from Die Hard. <laughs> oh, the yeah, the the yeah, the cocaine star, yeah, the smarmy jerk yeah. face, exactly. Yes, smarmy, yeah. I was trying to avoid that, but yes, that yeah. Guy. Sure. No, don't avoid it. Embrace it. <laughs> yeah, that's what I do. <laughs> <laughs> What's his God. name? Wallace. Something like that? Uh, I don't know. Whatever. doesn't matter. Yeah. That guy. Yeah, it does. Alan Rickman. <laughs> yes. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Uh-huh. Hans Gruber? yippee ki motherfucker. 
Holly Gennaro. No. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. John oh. McLean. Mr. Nakatomi. <laughs> <laughs> we never met Mr. Nakatomi. Yes, we did. Yeah, we did. No, yeah. he wasn't there. That was oh, Mr. Was. Tanaka. Oh, right? yeah, you right. wasn't like, Mr. Nakatomi. Same. No, he was there. Just, he was mean, played he, by Hart Bachner. I know that. Harry it, was Ellis. it was Takagi. Barry Harry Ellis. Barry. Harry Ellis. Harry. Ellis. Harry? Harry Ellis. You just called him Carrie Ellis. Ellis. Yes, Carrie Ellis. Carrie Ellis. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck who, are we talking about? Who will about? not be a Dragon Con I'm anymore. I'm sorry I mentioned sorry. this. What? He canceled Dragon Con. Really? Yeah. I'm fucking Good thing going. you yeah. canceled yeah. the whole thing. <laughs> Carrie Ellis <laughs> canceled Dragon, Dragon Con. Dragon Con is over. As you wish. But yes, Beardy Guy is not happy, and next scene we basically learn that He's the brother of the chick that's in the band, or I say she's in the band. The first song, she's just kind of dancing on stage. Yes, mm-hmm. but she's dating she's, the Michael Phelps looking dude. Yes. Wait a minute, Michael Phelps slash Eli Manning looking yeah. guy. So and no, I, actually, I don't. I think there are two bearded guys. They look incredibly well, similar, though. There's Jeff, right? Who is the guy? Yes, that, that's the same Jeff. That's the yeah. Jeff that came in there originally. So, Movie yes. only no, movie chick is brother to Jeff, and Jeff is brother to Head Ninja. Therefore, yes. Head no. Ninja is brother to sister. No, there are two bearded guys. I don't understand. <laughs> her no, her no. brother runs the gym type thing. Mm-hmm. Jeff, Jeff was Jeff. in the band, yeah. and that was him in the first scene. That was not, that was guy no, from the gym. Wasn't Jeff it? wasn't in the band. No, not in the band, but he was—he was the one who was disapproving of the band in the very yes, first. Yes, that's correct. Yes. That okay, same guy. Okay. Uh-huh. So the guy who owned the gym Two is not. I, I'm not sure they were actually physically brothers, or it was like he was my brother. You know, <laughs> air quotes. Because well, like, concerning the one guy is Korean yeah. and Jeff is like, yeah, Iowan. Could happen. Nebraskan hipster. Crazy. I don't understand. A- anyway, yeah, a bearded guy who was in the <laughs> former <laughs> band that worked at no, this no, no, club. No, he was not in the former band. <laughs> Damn it. Yeah, Jeff was not in a band. No, at all. Jeff was Jeff, not in the band. Okay, he's no. just sitting there in the audience, and he's disapproving of his sister hanging out with his he, band. Yeah, he just that's showed it. up with some. Okay, dirt so the that's sister it. is related to the main bad guy. They it's yes, one in the same, one in the same person. No, the in, the in, Korean <laughs> guy, the main white okay. ninja, possibly. Yes. In <laughs> damn it, can't you tell how good the storytelling <laughs> is in this way. movie? All right, Jeff, the bearded guy. <laughs> His sister is dating the guy in Dragon Sound. Michael Phelps. Eli, Eli Manning. No, Eli, Eli, Eli Manning was the, the Jewish-looking kid. The no, drummer. no, they he were wasn't. the same guy. No, same Eli guy. Manning and Michael Phelps were the same guy. <laughs> look, can can we just two? start everything over? <laughs> no, this is, this <laughs> is the movie. This is We're trying to work it out because the movie gave us no help at all. All right. <laughs> the, the tall guy, we uh-huh. were calling Eli Manning and Michael Phelps. I was calling him Michael Phelps because he looks... He does he look, look just like Michael Phelps. Michael Phelps and Eli Manning kind of... Resemble each other a bit. Probably. This guy resembles the the crossbreeding of those two. Okay, I thought so, I thought drummer the the Jewish kid the drummer no was, no he was no, just the Jewish I mean, kid. Okay, the drummer the horrible horrible actor that he was because yes. yeah the couple lines no, he, he was had, awesome dude he was like uh, the the unibrow yeah. <laughs> so yeah uh-huh. the girl that that Sings Eli Manning band. was dating is dating yes. okay yeah that her brother is Jeff mm-hmm. Jeff's brother in spirituality or brother in arms or brother in crime brother from another mother brother from another mother is the is the, the korean crime lord right white ninja okay. all this is all this serves to do is that cut to they go to ucf the, the girl actually goes there and so does eli manning so does the rest of dragon sound uh, yes, yes yeah, the rest of dragon there. sound but he busts into computer class and sneaks her out of class by doing wacky 
come hither motions. Yeah. I mean, he's standing in the 80s faces. He's standing in the doorway, like, come on, let's split. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then so she does, and they go out to the parking lot and are about to leave, and that's when Jeff, Jeff? Beardy Jeff, shows up and is like, hey, you stay away from my sister. I don't like your band. Right. And get out of here. And he punches him, and she's like, no, 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 leave him alone. Mm -hmm. And And the rest of his gang runs up. Yeah, they show up, and they get in a little scuffle, uh, and then... And YK Kim, who is pretty much the main dude, the one who actually kind of knows how to fight. Right. Yeah. Mark Mm -hmm. is his name. (laughs) Uh Sure. Mark. Mark. But he's like, (laughs) I'm not afraid of you. We will not fight now. Okay, bye-bye. We go. Yeah. An end scene. (laughs) Yeah. And then this kind of. now this is where the confusion because like all this happens and then the the previous band which Jeff was not a part of but bearded guy yes was. there is a bearded guy <laughs> in the previous band but okay. they look yeah. nothing alike like, like no. one's got the full Chuck Norris beard the other dude's scraggly beard guy okay. like can't grow he's a full very beard. angry yeah but he's very angry like then then introduce them and then they start picking on the band and following them around and being like hey get out of town mm-hmm. this is our club we play here. And that, that's what starts the main conflict of the movie until eventually they they start, like, they, they get into a big scrape and then they go to Jeff to the gym and say, hey, we got to join forces and take out Dragon Sound. Right. That's, right. The, that's the plot of the movie. Right. So and that's okay. why there's two bearded guys. And n- not bearded Jeff, but bearded guy, he, go, he says to I Jeff. That was Jeff. No. Oh. <laughs> Leader of former band in yeah. club says okay. to it's, Jeff, "It's easier to uh, understand. Eventually, they get he gets beaten up and he has a bandage on his head for the rest of the movie. That helps. Okay, yes, because <laughs> uh, that's not uh-huh. Jeff. Because he makes a deal with Jeff, mm-hmm. saying if you get us our job back, we will give you all our money. Yeah, which I don't understand. That's why you <laughs> he have does a job it for is the to get love money. of music. Okay, and the chicks. sure. That's why he wants the band back. But it's Orlando. There's more than one bar." There's lots of bars. Sure, but apparently, according to... But that's the hottest bar <laughs> in <laughs> Central Florida. That's true. According to actual ninja guy... Actual ninja guy. Yeah. Okay. Like the guy that's actually in Miami with, with ninjas. The Yoshido is his name. He. There's also apparently some kind of James Bond underlying plot where this also, like, controlling this club and, and having your band in this club also controls the entire drug scene of Orlando. Right. It controls the flow of cocaine. Right. Well, yeah, because the old band goes to the club mm-hmm. and wants their jobs back, and the club owner breaks out ninja moves and beats yeah. the crap out of it. Yeah. Like four or five guys, yeah. It's the most yeah. impressive club owner I've ever seen. Yeah, <laughs> He's probably jacked up on cocaine. Yeah. But, well, yeah. Holy <laughs> shit. but yeah, these guys are like literally high because they are screaming at each other. Yeah. Screaming and running full tilt at just everything yeah. and just going and at they it. They are amped. Yeah. I guarantee about 20% of the stunts in this went wrong. Like, people are getting hit. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I mean, there's that there, there's that random a lot of, bit of ah, you actually hit me. Yeah, <laughs> keep but, it in. It looks but real. Twenty percent of the stunts went wrong. Yeah, eighty percent of the acting went wrong. Yeah. Oh yeah, but that that's the basic. That's the plot of the movie, really. I mean, it's they are not just like wanting to play in the club. It's that this specific club controls the drug thing, which is what the ninjas want in on. So mm-hmm. if you control the music in the hottest club in Central Florida, yeah, the spice flows through. Exactly. You. Okay, great. It's club Arrakis. I got it. Spice. Yep. Also so it's known like as Dune. Dune meets <laughs> people in Dune have meets beards. ninjas. <laughs> they do Dune ninjas. Revenge of the Nerds. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because that's really what the band reminded me of. Is the band the Lambdas form at the end of the Revenge of the Nerds? Kind of, but they've they've Except they, that, they win. Were, they were awesome. Yeah, but, the nerds. Yeah, but this yeah. band like wins in the first scene. They get the job. Yeah, but I mean, 
But the man has like the Korean guy. Yeah. He's got the tall gawky guy. He's got the the wimpy little black guy. (laughs) Yeah. We should talk about that guy for a second. Okay. Because we learn in a sort of thrown at a scene (laughs) when black guy starts crying in in this house. Apparently they're all orphans and they live together in this house where they how they became friends. They share like U-Haul blankets and stuff. (laughs) I I really quite don't understand their living situation, but now back up. You you have to uh, yeah, that, that is like literally what is on his bed. Yes, yeah. a his, U-Haul packing. Blanket. His quilt is a U-Haul packing blanket. <laughs> that is his bedspread. Mm-hmm. Why did those guys want the job at that club that bad? Because so if Dragon Sound yeah. can't even afford blankets <laughs> with their because well, Dragon Sound had just gotten started. Yeah, so they're uh, on their way. Uh, apparently, uh, with all their friendship is magic type stuff, it was <laughs> they were literally trying to stop the drugs flow too. Maybe that was like their maybe their like something. subtly Jesus yeah. had put them in this bar to Possibly. Jesus take the wheel. Stop the, uh, but anyway, so like all of a sudden, just like. Dude is just in the. He's no. He's like, I'm gonna go take a shower. Yeah, first he does, and then and then he's like, like, yeah, right on. Go get get you some of that shower, and they're all just like super supportive of him taking a shower. But that's when Eli Manning has the envelope, and he's playing keep away. Yeah, all all of a sudden, his friend becomes a giant dick, and is just like, hey, shorty, you can't get this letter I'm holding. Yeah, but it turns a little violent because he's like, stop it, give me the paper now. (laughs) Now, which well, wakes it's, up it's everyone less like in the house. that. And it's more like, stop, give me the paper yeah. now. Everyone in the house wakes up and like for five straight minutes, they just keep repeating. You're going to wake the neighbors. What are you doing? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then it's like he opens it and it's a letter and a picture. And dude just launches into this one take pseudo crying monologue about Oscar speech about his father who's in the photograph. And like the Mark, the lead character has the line of, I didn't know that you had a father. <laughs> it's like, well, okay, you guys might be orphans and all, but you were birthed. <laughs> Not necessarily. Yeah. They were birthed. Maybe. They could have been clones, or they could have been from a turkey baster. Not mm-hmm. in the 80s, oh. which means oh. they were born in the 70s. But no. yeah, but man, this scene goes on for so long with he him just... Fake cries, like, and the four and, of them and, are just off And the thing the- is, yeah, they're in the background, and he has walked up near the camera in the front uh-huh. and is just sitting there taking up half the frame going on his crying face and going on about it. That's okay. Go ahead and go. <laughs> the worst part is I never learned to read. <laughs> so but yeah, but it, that starts that just, it's just terrible. The way Mark delivers that line, the way he <laughs> delivers every line, but particularly that one, it's a bad line. Yeah. It's awesome though. No one should say that ever. I didn't know. That you had a father. Yeah, but it's this whole stupid convoluted thing of that he's half black and half Korean and his Oh yeah, because his, his father was you know in Korea or something like right. that. And he was a black know, American. D- d- yeah. Is what he's that's his classification. <laughs> well and they he was in Korea. This was eighty seven. They had not invented African American as a Yeah, they yet. had. They weren't no. called a black American. <laughs> wasn't like nineteen thirty seven. That that was not a thing yet. That it was, was a thing. No, it wasn't. It was totally no. a thing. They were no. at least saying Afro American No one was saying oh. black American. Whatever. Except whatever. But racist. Yeah. <laughs> Total racist. Dad went okay. to Korea and boned Korean lady yeah, and then good job. both exploded apparently, or so he thought. <laughs> Yeah. Now getting a letter, something made him either happy or sad, but he was crying a lot. Yeah. But basically, yeah, the the scene ends with him going like, and I still don't have any news. And it was like... And then so, a violent so this, cut to beach party. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was like, everything's better and beach party in They're Daytona. They're just splashing him, and then, like, 
molesting yeah, women case, at the beach. <laughs> in case you're unaware of Florida geography, Orlando is nowhere near a beach. I mean, it's 45 minutes away from a beach, mm-hmm. but yeah. not a beach itself. And no. It drove to Daytona. Yeah, yeah sure. I know. I'm just saying. Yeah. It's, but yeah, this they, geography in this movie is stupid. Just anywhere in Florida has a beach. Yeah. Anywhere. It is. It's, it's like Florida, it's like it's, like it's a tiny state. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't take you six hours to drive from <laughs> it's Rhode Island, Island, Miami. Man. You can get anywhere. And... <laughs> yeah, but they go to the beach. Um, Frolic. Try mm-hmm. to pick up chicks incredibly Poorly. awkwardly, and the one that looks like John Oates gets mm-hmm. chucked into some chicks, and then they start throwing shoes at him and chucked into some chicks. It's just. <laughs> It's was, awkward and stupid, and he was attempting to make their dreams come true. Like literally, does nothing. Like, like yeah. it's it's sheer filler. Yeah, there's a lot of that. As it, yeah, there's a significant amount of filler. The, the even better pickup line was as they 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 have a convertible car. I don't know what it was. It was a large old convertible car, mm-hmm. and the five of them always ride in it together. Mm-hmm. And there, the one guy, the one awkward guy, I think, who had no oh, which story one was in the awkward. Movie. Well, I'm just saying, I, John Oates. I, I don't know if it might have been Eli Manning. There was somebody that just hardly had any lines in the movie, but I, he had more. But okay, he's sitting in the back of the car, and they're driving by some girls. And he's like, "Hey, you want to get busy with a rock star?" <laughs> About like that, and yeah. they go driving by, and that yeah. was it. And the girls don't even look at him. Nope. Well, and John Oates, like, he's probably the least muscular out of all of them. He keeps flexing, and he keeps like standing up and flexing in the back of it's the. Like, it doesn't form any shape at all. <laughs> no. It's just moving like, his when, arm around. Yeah, when you flex, the muscle should expand and look bigger. Nope, not here. This nope. guy doesn't. Mm-mm. He's just, he's awful. Yeah. It's it's. He's a blob of man and hair. It's just one of those things where you just you feel bad for everyone involved in filming this. Oh, I don't. I, I don't have no pity for any of these people. <laughs> oh, fine. But yeah, but so the beach scene ends. Random, advancing the plot. Random bit of nonsense. None. The first half of this movie is like, here's a scene of them eating. Now here's a full song by Dragon yeah. Sound or yeah. Whatever. When did when did they have the scene where um, Mark goes around and feeds everybody? Uh, that was later. That was, that, that was the later break. That was, that he was, was like a mama bird going. From that face was later to face. when dude and, got the the happy letter about his dad, yeah. which and I don't know. When we say feeding, he's literally taking whatever it is. I don't really understand like what bits was. of cereal or something. I don't know if it's cereal, he's just potato chips, around putting it like mouths. hand into mouth yeah. of the four of other them. guys. They all eat what he gives them. <laughs> he's chewing it first and then spitting it out into his hand. So yeah. weird. It's odd. <laughs> it's great. They have a very strange home life. Yeah. There's yeah, also they have the, a very strange everything. Life. Well, yeah. <laughs> There's also the big uh, training scene. Oh yeah, on which, the quad, which should have been a yeah. Oh. It should have been a montage, but you know no. that that wouldn't have extended the runtime. They hadn't long gotten enough. to the fine art of montage in film. No, school then yet. they stretched it out a little bit more by making a, a, a few occasional slow motion moves just to accentuate yeah. how awesome their taekwondo right. is. It's basically to show how awesome Mark is. Yeah, and everyone, everyone else might know a thing or two, but not really. No. No, and, and, and Mark demonstrates his skills of putting fists in mouths and pinching noses with his mm-hmm. feet. And That's a useful skill. Disarming guys with knives who just stand there and don't do anything yeah, well, with them. Like, Jewish guy gets it the worst, because... <laughs> yeah, he does. He gets... Like, he, he they do a few moves, and he gets tossed around by Mark. And then there's one where they actually freeze frame on it, is him just slow motion punching him while the mouth is wide open. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it looks like he's just trying to deep throat his fist mm-hmm. basically while smiling like ha yeah well but so then with the only reason we keep pointing out like these people's nationalities like the jewish guy and stuff is because there was a scene somewhere around here where the one time right he after sp- this yeah, yeah the one time he speaks in the entire movie yeah and his big plan is he's like hey we should organize a world tour and we'll play in every city where our parents are from 
So, but we'll he's not to- even talking about playing as a band. He's talking about like doing taekwondo demonstrations. Oh, I thought he was talking about taking the band. No, on. it was no. going to be a band tour. Yeah, yeah. but they were going to be doing shit on stage. Yeah, they're more. Gonna, they're they're going to amp up the taekwondo. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I know so after he wanted the shows, out. He's the only one who like kind of talks sense. Yeah, because he's like, you know what? Maybe we don't need that job at the club. Right. Yeah, maybe yeah. we should be doing something better. Yeah, we yeah. can go to Italy and Israel and Korea and Ireland and all the places. One parents, other place. I don't know. I guess. I don't know. Who knows. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway. everyone else is like, nah, that's a good idea, but nah. Nah. No, let's stay, not do that. Let's stay here. We got a job. Yeah. We won that job fair and square. Mm-hmm. Let's go sing our Taekwondo song. They literally have yeah. a song about Taekwondo. Well, the song is called Fight the Ninja. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the girlfriend sings it. Yep. Right. Taekwondo. 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 <laughs> this is the audience. They call, love call it. Call in response with the audience. Yes, they love it. What was weird is the very first time they got to that chorus, the audience knew what to do. Like that was their favorite song. They bought was, their album. Well, I'm just saying, like the very first time <laughs> they got to that, they were, like the whole audience is like Taekwon. Yeah. Taekwon. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Whatever. It's kind of awesome in a 1986 sort of way. Sure. sure. People just that song's rock. a hell of a lot better than the "We're Our Friendship <sighs> Friends Fight Together." It's whatever still the pretty hell bad song. though. I don't know. Oh, I, yeah. I like the friendship song. No, I like Fight the Ninja better. <laughs> no, uh, yeah. I like hard rock no. Barney songs. <laughs> Dude, Fight the Ninja was a banger. Yeah. Don't okay. even. Well, I, I appreciate their entire catalog. <laughs> <laughs> All two songs <laughs> in their catalog. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. But, okay, so plot advancing at some point, they... There's a fight in a train yard. Well, yeah, first they, they, kidnap, yeah, they kidnap Oats. No, um, that's, yeah, they do. That's later. That's after the train yard fight. No, that was the train yard. That's when they go to rescue him, right? No, no, because they, they they all like. There's a daytime train yard th- one and that's a nighttime when, train yard. Yeah, one. The, the daytime train yard is oh. when I said there are like three fights. There's yeah. one at Church Street Station in right. downtown Orlando, which I don't know how they got permission to even do that unless it was like literally four in the morning and deserted. on a Sunday. Yeah, because there was nobody. Because back there. in the '80s, like and they that didn't place really was fight. packed. Yeah, they no. didn't even really fight. They just they rolled ran. up in cars and like, <laughs> hey, yeah, you got out of town, mm-hmm. and then they ran to wherever location. And there was some it was. Yeah, run down Magnolia, slow mo yeah. kicking. But the daytime train yard scene was when I said every fight in this movie is like Anchorman because that's exactly what that train yard fight was, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. where it was just gangs of people crashing into one another mm-hmm. and chaos happening, and then all of a sudden, you know, the policias show up and they all just take off. In. I'm pretty sure they have police in Orlando. I know. Okay. I was quoting Anchorman. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but, but I mean, the greatest Orlando police department shows up and they're just like... Oh, they were sheriff's guns, deputies. Yeah, they guns drawn and pointing them at each other while yeah. they're discussing like... Asking, where did everyone go? It was like, look like gang activity. Well... We gotta get these gangs out of Orlando. See you later, Tim. <laughs> and then they just go away. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, so that's... But that gives them chances to swing at guys who approach yeah and wait to get punched right and you know just run around corners and kick and like the whole movie is you know it was just this group was like in their taekwondo group together and we're just Mm -hmm. like let's make a movie yeah we can make a movie right show the world we know some moves but then they realize that you got to have a whole bunch of other guys to do it too yeah so pretty much the coordination for them was all right walk up and act like you're gonna swing at me Mm -hmm. and wait until i throw a punch at you and then fall down yeah. That was most of the fight choreography throughout that scene, at least. Well, because so much of it was just a master take. There was no, in any fight, there was no coverage of any kind. It was just there was one, one long shot of <laughs> yeah. dude running up, and then while that action is going, another guy is approaching, but he sort of has to slow down so that he hits his mark mm-hmm. when the other guy is finished, so he can hit, it's, you know. Yeah. 
whatever. It's not good. Yeah. No. But anyway, it's the, fun, but it's not good. It's fun. Yeah. <laughs> this scene happens. It does. It certainly <laughs> and then, does. And then for what, it, I don't remember what the motivation was, but they roll up and they kidnap Oates. Like, because he's like the one person we've never seen fight, do anything other than flex his mm-hmm. lack of muscle. <laughs> right. And well, he drops them off at the pizzeria or whatever. Right. And he's parking the car. And that's well, when yeah, they roll up And the owner of him. the pizzeria beats the crap out of these yeah. guys who don't pay. That's a different place. Is it? Yeah. Was it? I thought Oates, they just kept going back there. No, Oates but. got kidnapped at a different establishment. Okay. They knew not Whatever. to go back to the one place where that one guy Again, kicked their ass. Again, sure. Stellar storytelling. Yeah. Yeah. Meanwhile, the guy who kicked their ass is the director of the movie. So. Okay. Oh. Pro tip. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> anyway, Oates gets kidnapped. Yes, he does. And they take him to somewhere, some remote, weird, looks like a water tower, maybe. Yeah, I don't they know. Yeah, they take his shirt off. Yeah, they, <laughs> they take his shirt off and hang up. it. Yeah, and they've got him hanging from the water tower. And then they're sort of just having a party. Yeah. Hanging out. And then, you know, the Taekwondo kids have their spider sense. They're like, oh, Oates is over here. Let's <laughs> go. Let's get him. And so they bust in and fight. And this is basically the. This is like the other band plus bikers, I think, is basically what this makeup of this yeah, game is. Yeah, because there's a scene where Yoshido goes to a biker bar and hangs out with people, and I guess Jeff comes up and is like, yeah, we just can't get rid of those yeah, Dragon the, Sound guys. The biker ninjas from the beginning somehow merge together with actual Orlando bikers, and they have a scene where they're just hanging out at a you know a dirtball convention, and... Some of the with yeah. the worst, worst breasts you'll ever see on worst screen. looking women oh, ever yeah. to take their tops off her in this movie. It's just you know they filmed there because they were like, look, I bet some of these ladies will take their tops off. Free nudity for our movie, hooray! Uh, and that's what they got. And free uh, nudity is you pay. I think they showed up to an actual biker gathering. Oh, yeah, yeah, I think oh, they just be, infiltrated. Hundred yeah. percent. Yeah. Let's, let's put it this way: we're still paying for that nudity. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll never have an erection again. <laughs> Thank God. Uh, <laughs> Anyway, yeah. so anyway, yeah. so anyway, they rescue they they rescue Oats after Taekwondoing <laughs> a bunch of dudes, and uh-huh. eventually, like you know, these guys are coming at him with like bats with nails in them and mm-hmm. pointed sticks. And, yeah, and they're like hitting them with pipes. And one dude, Mark, just hits him in the neck with something, and the guy's neck splits open. The guy's like, yeah, yeah. blood it's like gushing a bodkin, out, like a wooden sword, yeah. and he somehow slices cuts the, the dude's neck. neck. Yeah. Yeah, but this was like, that's when we're like, oh, dude, you killed a guy. Yeah, his neck <laughs> is like it. literally like the egg that was keeping the not killing Taekwondo yeah. inside. Yeah, yeah. 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 Just let it all he out. does that accidentally. It's like, fuck yeah, let's kill people. Yeah. So, and, and so they I mean, kill never, a whole bunch of dudes. Yeah, and never mind the fact that, like, for this whole movie, they've been preaching how Taekwondo is not just about beating people up, it's about your head and your heart and world peace and shit. Yeah. So, but no, it Unless just becomes. Unless your friends are threatened. It's and just then a murder strategy. All. Yeah. Because um, they they unsatisfyingly killed Jeff. Right, the bearded guy. Because he's up on top of this <laughs> water tower by Oats, and they... Falls off. Yeah, he literally <laughs> just is backing up and then falls off to his death and mm-hmm. crack, and then it's like, oh, okay. Yeah, so, and they're like, wow, that escalated fast. Yeah. yeah. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then they just, yeah, they leave, and then word gets back to, what was his name? Yoshido. Yeah. And then the guy, Jeff. yeah, the guy literally comes in and he's like, you know, Jeff's dead. He's like, my brother, Jeff. And we're like, what? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you do not look like a guy who has a brother named Jeff. No. no. In any way. Yeah. Yoshido and Jeff. Yep. Best friends forever. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. But yeah. Yes. So then they get back and all like the girlfriend has come back and is like, oh, I love you. And they go and get black dude a suit. Mark? Yes. Because he gets no. more like 
to actual you know letter that from he is his dad. going to go meet yeah. his dad. He gets another picture from his dad. Yeah. This time it's a joyous picture, and he's like, "My dad!" Yeah. And then so and they he go wants buy him to get a suit. Yeah, yeah they buy him but, a suit. And this is the point where you st- you Chuck, you were just like, oh, "This dude is so dead. He's dead." Like. There's no way this Once guy you, doesn't die. You give any, you narrow it down to one person in a movie that you decide to give an intense backstory to. Dead, yeah, they, dead characters they must coming. Die, yeah. So, uh, so they they hop over so to the main warehouse. To the, yeah. Yeah, yeah, they get him dressed up. They hop in the car and they're and it's Mark, him, and uh, Michael Phelps uh-huh. slash Eli Manning. Yeah, and they're driving. And at this point, all the ninjas are driving up on their. Assorted, varied motorcycles that yeah. people decided None to loan them. for a Kawasaki Ninja. No. Nope. They end up in, like, a neighborhood, and, like, the, it's just sort of a confrontation on the road where the bikers have prevented the, the them from going any further. And well, then, and the one dude, when they pull up, the yeah. dude's just like, Get out of the way, we gotta get to the No, airport. he goes, uh-oh, yeah. ninjas. <laughs> <laughs> Which, you know... I Common mean, occurrence in Orlando yeah, in the 80s. Yeah, yeah. Ninjas. God. <laughs> what a... Roving packs of ninjas. My fours backed up. <laughs> what happened? Ninjas. ninjas. Uh, uh, not again. Jeez, uh, why do we live in this godforsaken city? little flashing <laughs> signs. It's like, yeah. Yeah. warning, ninjas ahead. <laughs> Disney <laughs> World, 38 minutes ahead. Ninjas. There's Dude, the ninjas. silver alert, there's the amber alert, and there's a ninja alert. Yeah. Yes. I four. Ninjas. The shuriken <laughs> alert. <laughs> Black pajamas alert. Yeah. Yeah. So, so then... They all just jump off should bikes be the and... Alert. Well, they're just like, hey, ninjas, get out of our way. We got to get to the airport. Right. And they're like, you'll never make it to the airport! <laughs> so they all and just jump, run off in the woods. Your yeah. flight has been canceled. <laughs> <laughs> Your connection so to Miami. <laughs> <laughs> Revoked. <laughs> so yeah, no so they are being chased around by dudes with katanas. Yeah. And this just turns into a straight-up murder fest. Because first yeah. they, they, they katana... Black guy, Jim. Yeah. Jim, Jim. Was, was that his Jim. name? Okay, yeah, sure. Okay. Whatever. Yeah. So well, they all slice like, him right open. He, he gets a few dodges in before somebody finally slices him across the chest, wide open. And then he goes, <laughs> ah! <laughs> well, "That's uh, screen accurate." Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. about how long he goes. And then Mark goes, "Jim." <laughs> Uh-huh. And then runs over and... Picks him up by the wound. <laughs> yes. He's like, now you have a handle. I can't carry you. Drops him in the filthy water and drags him through some mud and just like... Yeah, they are just filming straight up in the state park. There's yeah. like a little creek there. And they like running back and forth through this creek yeah. too. But yeah. They they want you to think they're traveling a great distance, but it's just... Well, everybody likes splashing through the park a little bit. Yeah, especially ninjas. But yeah, they're, they're trying to save him. Meanwhile, ninjas keep attacking. Mm-hmm. Just waves of ninjas keep coming at them. And they, they sliced Michael Phelps in the back, and we're like, oh, no, Michael Phelps. But all of a sudden, he just rips his clothes off and grabs he, a sword, and he oh, just yeah. goes mental. He just gets the bloodlust. Yeah, and, and the dude like, slashes him across the face, too. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that's when he does. And then he, he goes yeah, feral. He just, yeah. He decides he does. he's having none of that shit. No, because he stabs one dude, and just a geyser <laughs> of blood is just splattering <laughs> yes. all over the place. And they're just The gentle up. taekwondo egg yeah. has been shattered. <laughs> Fuck, they are just murdering ninjas. It's <laughs> the, just like. The switch has flipped. Yeah. They're they are done for. It's yeah. As soon as they get a hold of swords and and Jim gets cut, it's yep. like Ugh. it's on. It's on. <laughs> Time to murder them all, which they do. Uh, yep. They murder a lot of ninjas. Yes, there are more ninjas than previously established and because they keep coming and yes. keep coming and, and they keep well, dying. Uh, well, the motors like the the shot of the motorcycles are like thirty ninjas. Yeah, 
And I think at least 30 were murdered. At and there least. Was, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but one gets away and crawls off to Yoshida, who's in his white ninja outfit. He's the only one in a white ninja outfit. The All the rest are in black. Yeah. And he's like, everyone is dead. Except for the one like, who gave him the news. So, yet. yeah, it yeah. takes care of that. Yoshida chops his head off. Because he is displeased. Blood fountain on a mm-hmm. twitching doll. And then mm-hmm. he laughs maniacally. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he gives, that's a good maniacal just... Yeah, it is a good laugh. He also has just gone full-blown crazy. It's time for me to fuck up some people. Mm-hmm. But... You want something done right. Yeah. You gotta do it. So then him and Mark just sort of have a sword fight. Mm-hmm. And then a knife yeah. fight. And then it just... It brings us back to the training they had earlier. It's like... Oh, he's coming at Mark with a knife. Well, Mark knows what to do in this situation because yeah, they trained earlier. Yeah, it's it's kind of a lame move because basically he grabs the guy's hand with a knife, turns it around, and makes him stab himself. Yeah, and <laughs> why you stabbing, stabbing yourself? yourself? Yeah. Stabbing <laughs> yourself. Pretty much. I mean, it's yeah, it's kind of lame. Yeah, it's dumb. I mean, some of the other sword stuff before was better than that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but and then nonsensically, suddenly it cuts to Mark just or not Mark, but uh, Michael Phelps just screaming with blood all over him, running, running with woods. a sword, just going, ah, yeah. you know, looking yeah. kind of like Van Damme in Bloodsport, yeah. you know, because then it cuts to Mark too in slow-mo, just screaming, looking around like, yeah. who's next, motherfuckers, I killed your ninja leader. Yeah. <laughs> but then it goes to the hospital. <laughs> yeah, yeah then, then it, they're taking, yeah. <laughs> taking Jim to the hospital. Which, yeah. Hang on, man. Hang and so on. It's, it's the three of them. Now they've just murdered 50 people <laughs> yes. and they're just hanging out and it, <laughs> Jim's dad is there, and no, no, no. This is before we gotta we gotta address the car. Oh, that's now, right, because they're Michael, dri- yeah. yeah. Michael Phelps is driving, still shirt off and bloody. Right. Yes. Uh, Mark's in the back holding a doing. The, You're holding not gonna fucking gu- die, man. <laughs> yeah. Jim's holding his guts. Yeah. Say it with me now. Yeah, they're doing the Reservoir Dogs yeah. fast drive to the place, and mm. it's just they, like we gotta get to the hospital, and then cut to, to the hospital. hospital. Yeah, Here, and doctor, they're all cleaned up. And the doctors, doctors like, yeah, doctors walking out like, oh, it wasn't that bad. And all of a sudden, his dad's just sitting there, never introduced, just. Sitting there with the other guy. You know it was his dad. Of course, but I'm just saying, like, it's like... It's just dude just sitting there. there. But we're never... We're not entirely positive, but we're 99% sure. Jim's dad is played by Jim in dad makeup. Yeah, at first. we <laughs> At first we were, but that, there's no way that's pulled off because the last shot yeah. is all of them are But in the, it. the okay. problem is, is that he wasn't... It was somebody who wasn't as old as he was supposed to be playing. No, no, no. no. He, whoever the, it was was in dad makeup. It was like yes. a twenty-five-year-old guy. They could not find makeup. an older black gentleman yeah. to play the father. They so only they, had two black friends. So basically, they like and took, those kids. Right. Apparently, they never knew they <laughs> yeah. had fathers. Right. They took so Jim stunt they had double. <laughs> the, I did not know. The t- <laughs> they had I did not know. So, like Jim's stunt double, they just grade him up and yeah. sat him down. And you will be Jim's dad. That's why we were questioning. It wasn't like you know the other thing. The way they shoot it too is they keep going. Like single, like single face on the camera. Yeah. Never put them both in it's the like same shot. It's like the scene in Heat. It's like I don't think De Niro and Pacino are in the scene together. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, uh, but no, it was it, w- it was dude. different guy. But, but we were ninety nine percent sure going into that. We're like, wait a minute. But they they roll Jim out, and they're just like, hey Jim, how you feeling? He's like, mm-hmm. it hurts. <laughs> yeah, but my dad's here. Yay. I feel great to have my friends here and my father. And they slowly walk down the hallway. Yeah. Oh, and also they don't have to change. Venues, they can keep being yeah, a band in the hottest club because they murdered everyone else. <laughs> they murdered the competition. <laughs> no yeah. one else will bother them. And then freeze frame. Well, they yeah. murdered a whole clan of ninjas. And, yeah, and the Miami connection, whatever that was. So I, I'd let them play wherever. Yeah, sure. they don't even have to play. I'll just you pay own it. the club now. Yeah, <laughs> please don't ninja it's like me. Grand Theft Auto rules. You kill the whole clan, <laughs> yes. you get the club. It was right. a literal the, battle of the band. Yes. Taekwondo, do what you want. You I just, mean. The deed is yours. <laughs> 
But yeah, freeze frame on them walking down the hallway. And then a public service announcement. Yeah, because mm-hmm. only world world peace can only be achieved achieved by murdering violent people. No, no. A <laughs> lack of violence is uh, yeah best friends forever. Okay. Why, why can't we all just get along? That's right. It. That that was it. You got it. No, but yep. it is. This quote is just like complete opposite of the message yeah. that the entire movie has sent. But right. it's yeah, it throws up this title card that says only through the elimination of violence can we achieve world peace. So apparently the only way to eliminate violence is with violence is to kill all the violence, <laughs> right. all the violent, all the people. violent doers. Now, this is the most asinine quote I've ever heard, because <laughs> obviously peace means a lack of violence. So it, you got to kill to you have cannot peace, have peace yeah. without violence. Yeah, you cannot satiate your hunger without food dude the 80s this is what it was it was oh, murder yeah. them all and we will have peace say no to drugs okay. right no so anyway yeah so it ends friendship with a and dumbass quote and, yeah and then what it does is it gives like it, it does the standard like here's footage of the actor and puts the actor's name under it but every shot where it does that there are two <laughs> people in the shot so it's like i don't know which person you're identifying as the actor yeah. thanks movie credits Right. Let's rate this thing. And the first and probably most important, Stargrove. I will vote yes. And it's not for quality of music. It's but for the namesake of Stargrove, because this movie literally not necessarily narrates, but sums up what just happened via song. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Their Twice. song is literally about what happened during yeah. the opening. Defeating ninjas. Sequence. And yeah. we're best friends now. And <laughs> yep. Yep. Fight the ninja. Stargrove. Yeah. Stargrove. Okay. You're really giving it Stargrove, guys? the ninja. Like Best I said, friends, yeah, it, it's not like I want to buy it kind of soundtrack. It's just Someone's literally... Someone's going to get it for their birthday. <laughs> no, I'm just saying it's literally one of those there soundtracks. There is an audience that... call and response saying Taekwondo. Yeah. Stargrove. It's obviously not as good as its namesake, but still, yeah, no. according to the award, it qualifies for a Stargrove. Stargrove. I'm going to give it to you Stargrove. on a technicality. Thank you. That's Stargrove. all I need. TKO. Yeah. <laughs> not, a good, <laughs> not, not a very good soundtrack. Like I said, it's just no. literally a Stargrove soundtrack because it's like... It narrates yes. what just happened. <laughs> or is going to yep. happen. Yeah. Would you like a Where Are They Now? No. For Mr. YK Kim? No, not really. I would. Grandmaster YK Kim oh. is a modern philosopher, great public speaker, respected author, successful entrepreneur, and founder of the modern martial arts. Wait, he's the founder of the modern martial arts? Uh, there is no one quite like YK Kim. He has revolutionized <laughs> people's lifestyles with the new American dream and U.S. national exercise. Ah. Did YK Kim write that? Yes. yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> the answer is yes. yes. Okay. He is now hawking fitness videos and is a motivational speaker of sorts. Oh, we But gotta... he also has a picture with Chuck Norris and Steven Seagal. Well, as that, part of his little video montage of his achievements, dude, that does lend him legitimacy. I don't know. Yeah. He's, I'm not he's saying apparently the dude can't a fight. He's apparently a an expert in taekwondo. Yeah, yeah. I'm but not, not I saying so. He, he pulled off some fighting. decent moves. It's sure. just he's an ambassador at large for promotion of the city of Orlando. Uh, oh, uh-huh. not Miami. Yeah, no. Sure. What was the Miami connection? The ninjas. I don't know. Biker ninjas. Is it like the rainbow cocaine. connection? Cocaine. Yeah. Yes. Stupid oh. cocaine. <laughs> Apparently, Orlando does have a YK Someday Kim day. Someday we'll find out the Miami a whole day? connection. Yes, like an official YK Kim day. The ninjas, the yep. cocaine. Is there a parade? We gotta go down there. Should be. We gotta go down there. I'm so YK glad Kim I don't day. live in Orlando. Anymore. We gotta go down there. Someone rate the movie. <laughs> I don't want. All right. To. You don't want to. You abstain. <laughs> I abstain from voting. 
Huh. What is this, Congress? Votes. Yeah. yeah, you're here. Swipe your card. <laughs> yeah, I'm here. <laughs> All right. I'm going to jocks. It's inept, but inept in a funny way. Yeah. But it would be higher if there didn't feel like so much filler. And the filler can be funny, but like that practice Taekwondo scene just keeps going and going and going and going. Yeah. But there is some absolutely hilarious unintentional stuff. Yeah. Like this is one of the best, like, hey, our friends and I are me are making a movie. <laughs> we are making a damn movie and uh-huh. we're just gonna do it and we don't know what we're doing, but who cares? We're making a movie. And the city of Orlando embraced them with open arms. Yes. <sighs> so, I guess. Yeah. They're like, somebody's making a movie and it's set in Orlando. Yeah. They're gonna showcase right. our our college. <laughs> yeah. UCF and Church Street Station. Yeah. Rosie O'Grady's man. Two jocks is fair. I think I can give it two jocks. Um Obviously not a good movie, but obviously <laughs> no. a great movie to sit around and, and joke about. I, I agree with you that there were too many scenes of just like, get on with it. Do something goofy. Mm-hmm. Stop just doing every song in your <laughs> that you have in your catalog and, you know, cut away to something else going on in the bar at least. You know, show me what the owner is doing or mm-hmm. something. I don't know. So... I find this an exceedingly difficult movie to rate, and that's because... It, I feel like I'm becoming broken. <laughs> what? Oh, because no. I feel like sometimes the scale doesn't always work. Because I feel like in order to give this movie what I was going to give it, I feel like I need to change last week's rating. <laughs> because this, I would rather watch Max Magician ten more times than this ever again. Okay. But I feel like this is like a one or two jocks movie. Sure. But I gave Max Magician a one jocks movie. But this is... 10 times more inept of, of filmmaking than that was. You want help out of your dilemma? Okay. You cannot compare movies. I comparing the rating. And like I say, you that, can't, huh? you can't do that. You can't compare the ratings of movies that way. You will lose your damn mind. All right. Well then this is a one jocks movie because I, like I said, it, it can, it can't be higher. There's no way I would ever want to watch this again <laughs> over Max Magician. Okay. And Max Magician has made me laugh and will continue. This will be gone out of my brain in a week. All right, completely then. gone. Like, I probably won't remember anything except for maybe, like, you have a dad. You know, like, that's that's the only enduring thing to go with this movie. Okay. So. I think it'll endure longer than that. Okay. So. But one jocks is fair. I'm going to go ahead and give it two. Okay. Jocks? Yes. Okay. Two jocks. Um, it's very close to not, like, it's, it's a really low two. Mm-hmm. I would probably tell some other people that are into this kind of thing that are into the like silly martial arts, but mostly, you know, people who are fans of the genre to check it out because it's ridiculous. But the sort of like losing touch with the Taekwondo and going crazy and murdering people (laughs) thing, Uh I I think is what clicks it just, just over that little tiny notch onto two and just barely hanging on with its fingernails. That's fair. If it had better boobs, it would be a solid two. uh, Yeah. Yeah. Needed better boobs. I do think we overhyped ourselves a little bit for this. Because just mm. just from the description and so many people that love it so much, is it's kind of... Yeah. It's not quite there. But also, I was just like, all I knew about it was that it had caught on right now. Mm-hmm. That's really all I knew. Um, it it was not... It, it's not as inept as Birdemic, obviously, but 
it's just yeah. nowhere near. And while it looks like something like Deadly Prey, it's not nearly as no. well crafted as Deadly Prey. No. Deadly Prey is basically held back by its budget. Sure. You know, whereas this is like this movie. And nobody knew what the hell they no, were doing. This movie oh, yeah. and its budget embrace each other warmly. And, and oh, one more thing I want to point out about its ineptitude is the the sound. Oh, the, yeah. It's not even a boom mic. It's literally like a shitty Radio Shack microphone that they are dangling Hanging from a tree, dangling mm-hmm. for, like over the scene. Yeah. And there's a couple times where it's picking up the sound of their fo- footsteps. Yeah, on, there's an early scene where you can hear their footsteps more clearly than yeah. what they're saying. Right. It's just it's all over the place. Yeah. Not not quality filmmakers. Yet. No. Anyway, no. but it's still it's fun. It's not yeah. good, but it's fun. Yeah, it's fun. Don't watch it alone. Obviously. Yeah. yeah. Beers yeah. and buddies. The huge. <laughs> so let's take a break, shall we? Okay. okay. Let's. Welcome back. Hey, hey. second hey. half, second half of this here Yay. podcast. Mm-hmm. More podcasts. So, so let's talk about some Bond. Planet, planet. Good, a new feature. <laughs> yeah, so we watch Octopussy. Yeah, 1983. Yes, 1983 is Octopussy. Yeah, head so to head with Never Say Never Again. So yep. let's take some emails and. Uh, nope. Nope. Oh nope. shit! Talk about Octopussy. Fuck. It's called Octopussy. <laughs> Talk about the pushy. <laughs> yes. Chinoctopush. E. E. Okay. <laughs> we gotta talk about this, don't we? Yeah. We do. Uh, we right. do. So, Octopussy. What did, what'd you guys think of the 1983 smash hit Octopussy? Smashing. <laughs> <laughs> and email time. <laughs> yeah. Um, the opener is pretty awesome. With the mini plane and Flying yes. through the the hangar and blowing everything up. I it, will agree. It's a good cold open. It is awesome, but I have this question. Yeah. What was happening in the open? What was Bond infiltrating? Or he was doing? trying to destroy that device on that, the plane. There was some device that was on one of those planes with that had little laser thing on the front. And it was uh-huh. going beep, 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 beep. And he was trying to be able to infiltrate, blow it up, and be gone, and nobody would know that he was there. Mm hmm. All right, then. Problem is, he ran into the guy whose name he used. <laughs> yeah. Toro. Yeah. Who was like, hey, you're Toro, too. <laughs> Seems like a bunch of bull. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That they- Speaking of that, one-liners in this movie. Uh-huh. Good. Yeah. Like, legitimately funny one-liners in this movie. Usually, they're, like, kind of funny in that, oh, really? <laughs> you know, okay. All right. You know, that's there's a joke, that, But there were some where I would, like, legitimately was... Uh-oh. Actually laughed at them. I see head shaking disagreement going on. No, I mean the the one in the beginning was funny. Everything else, eh. I mean, <laughs> the, where he tells where, what the Q the Q yes, one having trouble keeping it up. Yeah. <laughs> that one was great. That one was pretty funny. Yep, I I shake my head because later in the movie they miss a classic point. Then I put it out on Twitter. He. I, I'm, I I don't care about the plot of this movie because as far as I'm concerned, this movie has almost none. So. There is a point where they're fighting on a train. Shocker. It's a Bond movie. And um, at least they didn't go underwater in this one. But uh, mm-hmm. um, they're fighting on a train, and it's literally a circus train. And there's a guy standing underneath the giant human cannon. Cannon. Mm-hmm. He pulls a switch. The cannon falls and hits the guy and kills him. 
And he doesn't make a fucking loose cannon pun. Yeah. It literally is a loose cannon that kills him. <laughs> so I always thought you were a loose cannon. I mean, that's fucking perfect. Yep. Yeah. But no. Doesn't use it. No. no. I Okay. Let me, I'll, let me just get it out about how I feel about this movie. Okay. First of all, this is the first Bond movie I ever saw. And I saw it a hundred times. That seems to be a common thing. It's all a lot of people say this is either the first movie they saw or the one they've seen the most times. Yeah. And I don't know why. Because it played on TV all the goddamn time. Yeah. But I mean, right. I saw it in the theater. I was I saw it in the theater. And then when it came on cable, I, I watched it a hundred times. It was more like one of the movies we had on tape where we had like two tapes with three movies on mm-hmm. each. And it would just watch the movies yeah. over and over again. So it was odd then having seen it, having not seen it in like 25 years, watching it again and realizing, oh, I pretty much know this movie word for word. Except, wow, look at it. It looks great, you know, compared to the <laughs> shitty VHS version I used to watch. Um, it is, there is some nostalgia worked into my enjoyment of this movie. However, I recognize that it is not as good as one, I remember it, and two, most of the other Bond movies. I fully acknowledge that. Mm-hmm. However. However. <laughs> I, you know, this, this was a case of, there was this Connery Bond knockoff thing coming out, and they... They were it was going they were gonna go be going head to head. And at this point they were gonna recast Bond again. Roger Moore wasn't gonna do it, and then once they learned that they were gonna be going head to head with the Sean Connery one, they were like, We can't risk a newcomer and going against that, we'll get slaughtered. So they just threw a bunch of money at Roger Moore. Just please come back and do it one more time. And it seems like because of that, Roger Moore was just like I'm just, fuck it, I'm going to have fun in this movie. I know I'm 100 years old, but I'm just going to do jokes and be Mm -hmm. wacky, and I'm not really going to have to do much, and it's going to be fun for me. And that translated to me as enjoyment. Now, the first 90 minutes is just about jewelry, and it's like, what is this movie about? What is happening? It's just about a fucking jewel heist. Why why is anyone involved in this? Yeah, and the issue, too, is it's boring. Very boring. This, this is the first time in any, I mean, we're in 13th Bond movie here, mm-hmm. that I was just sitting there going, this is boring. I would rather be doing something else at this yeah. point. Even uh, when okay. I wasn't enjoying Diamonds Are Forever, yeah. I, was, I wasn't I was that disengaged. I was like, I don't even care how this ends. I get that. That's what I hit. That's the point I hit. In I Octopussy. totally get that. Yeah, after hour one and 15 or so, and I realized there was still an hour to go, I was like... Do I need a root canal? Anything <laughs> like? I, See, for me, because I was so familiar with it, it wasn't boring to me because I always knew what was coming next, and mm-hmm. so it was always keeping my interest. Knowing, okay, now it's getting to this, and now this is coming. And to so, me, the weird irony of everyone having seen this a billion times is, I realize I've only seen the cold open mm-hmm. and the clown suit part. Right. Because I've seen this cold open. Like, I've seen it like a hundred times, and I don't think I've seen the movie itself. Yeah, all the like, way through. Those are the only things I've seen: is him disarming the bomb, dressed as a clown, mm-hmm. and the jet flying through the hangar opening. Yeah, because you know, back when TNT would run it fifteen sure. years ago, I must have caught either started watching it and then had to go somewhere, or caught the end. You tuned in early, but for I the don't one even remember like watch. the whole fighting on top of the plane thing. Like I have, I've. It's so weird that I just I flat out have not seen this movie aside from those two scenes. See, I think once once the train stuff starts to the very end, I think it's a great Bond movie. I think all this like I disagree. Well, like, yes. okay, there's a fight on the train, but this one is literally on the train. They're not really in the train. 
you know. Yeah, I mean, I did. I that I didn't even make that connection to be honest. I was just like, sure. all right, cool. They're running on top of the train. But yeah, I think all that train stuff different with it. The stunt work on that is great, and and the disarming of the bomb stuff. Well, it, it's a little hokey, obviously. With a little, <laughs> yeah, it's a little. He's hokey. in full clown makeup. Sure, he's undercover. Like I watch that, and I think about Sean Connery punching somebody in the throat for even <laughs> suggesting that he run around in a goddamn clown suit and disarm a nuclear bomb. I know, but he he did what he had to do to get to that bomb. But the the yeah, whole lead but, up to it, like my my biggest problem with that being the climax, so to speak, is that he doesn't he never acts like Bond. He never. He doesn't stop and I mean he do, he doesn't like punch that lady and say there's a bomb let me call MI6. Mm-hmm. He doesn't like do anything. He doesn't get a car soon enough. And you got you know it's like there's, yeah. there's like there's asshole German ter- teenagers. There's <laughs> asshole German guy that does this. That and it's was like, my issue with that and, section. And I'm like is, fuck. Let these people blow up. I mean yeah. like they're all being assholes. Yeah, like, that was my problem. Is the conflict that arose before he gets there mm-hmm. is he can't hitch a ride and he can't get on a phone. Yeah, like. It's like these mundane, stupid things become the conflict. Sure. Yeah, and then when even when he gets there, he doesn't just take a second to reason with somebody. Like, look, I'm a guy from MI6. I know I'm in a clown suit right now, but, like, <laughs> literally, I have to go disarm this bomb. It's going to go off in three minutes. You know, he doesn't, like, stop for just a second. I know. Yeah. I, logically, it's yeah. dumb, but I, I, I think most of these movies you just got to shut off your brain at mm-hmm. some point. And for me, I was, a, like, the mundane stuff that came before it was, was my brain shut off mechanism and then so once it ramped up to this stuff i was like yeah stuff is happening train fight and bomb yeah. disarmament and i think that's like grasping for something to happen in a movie I, where nothing was happening i know i, I'm, I know, again yeah. i'm saying I this know, is nostalgia yeah. fueled I, i'm fully saying that yeah. um my, my, I, I turned on the movie during the escape scene. There is the one scene. During the most dangerous game scene? Yeah, well, it's just like they're just <laughs> chasing him. And, I, you know, like I, I was already kind of like tuned out a little bit, I got to be honest. Yeah. Because it was just so boring. And then, how does it even start? Live it's tweeting like, it was the only thing that kept me engaged yeah. in it, actually. I mean, like, I was, was just... Well, you making see, well, he acid pens on. himself out of the yes. out of the room okay. and peeps on the woman and then <laughs> right, right, right. Okay, and then so. he's hiding in the meat locker. Exactly, where yeah. there are bodies hanging in the meat locker mm-hmm. for no. Yeah, that's no right. Reason. He starts with the zombie thing, which was like oh, yeah, dumb yeah. enough. Like, which I was ah. like, I'm like, that's okay. That's mildly funny. That you know, yeah, got him out. Whatever. But anyway, but then it's like okay, so he escapes kind of and he's sort of in the jungle. Mm-hmm. A tiger comes out and he goes, "No, sit." And the tiger obeys him. Yep. Okay, dumb, really, really dumb. The the thing about that joke is that there was this dog obedience thing on BBC around that time that was super popular, and that's what that's a reference to. So Mm. it's it's a... Oh, timeless. It's... Come on. They... (laughs) Well, no, that's just, not the most egregious thing that happens during no, it's that not, sequence. Because then, yeah. like, well, that, I mean, you have the Maggie Thatcher thing at the end of the previous movie, uh, at the end of for, for Your Eyes Only, which that's, fine, that's just as dated and terrible. No, that's fun. I thought that was funny because oh. I mean, you should, but no, I mean that that's historical. No. Like, no one's gonna. Oh, it's a fucking dog commercial. People should remember who Margaret Thatcher was. Yes, but There's that's a big more based on it was based on characters on a British show that were parodying that. But That's still, what that was. I, but still, I mean, the, but the it's basic the same idea. sort of thing it, where it's dated references for jokes. Which I, I don't agree. Like I said, it's the same thing as like carting out someone and you're supposed to remember who Winston Churchill is. It's like, you know, it's like 
these are historical figures. It's not like trying to make a Geico commercial 20 years, you know, joke now that it's not going to make mean anything in 20 years. I, I understand, but but at in the moment, it's hard to tell what's going to remain culturally relevant and what's not. But that's why you don't do those things. I mean, like, well, I, I know, but... <laughs> well, I'll, I'll what I was side. saying was that yeah. that is not the most horrendous part no, no, that no. happens during that sequence. No, I'm just saying, like, you have the tiger thing, then you have, like, the one thing I remember besides the... Um, circular saw yo-yo <laughs> the only other thing i remember even though i've seen this a bunch of times as a kid was the leech thing that was like the first time i think it was prior to stand by me yeah, you was. know like seeing the oh you take a lighter and burn off a leech yeah you know it's so like that was like the one thing i remember and then i completely blocked out the fact that he literally stock footage tarzan yells mm-hmm. or, yep. you know stock sound effects tarzan yells and shia LaBeouf's across some trees <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep yeah that's bad that is bad. In retrospect, that is bad. However, we gotta no, stop using Shia just, LaBeouf for multiple <laughs> verbs. Not, no. not not just in retrospect. That was terrible right off the bat. I don't know. I eight year old me probably loved that. I mean, I watched it a hundred times. I wasn't like Bond, Bond has never done anything that egregious though. That is like well, that's that is the a thing. whole different. This is level. the flat out jokiest Bond. Out of oh, absolutely by yeah. miles. Yes. and that's why I don't like it. Is it's. It's not what I want out of those movies. Okay, but I think it does some things right. I think the the his little buddy contact in India is like the most fleshed out dude that he's interacted with since the dude from from Russia with Love. Really? Like all we know about him is he plays tennis. That guy? Yeah, I, I think they give that guy a personality. I think he interacts with Q and jokes around with Q. And he's he's like the Indian James Bond. And like when they get to the point where they kill that dude, you're genuinely like, oh, I like that dude. Same for I was kind of bummed when they killed him. Same for me when they killed the dude in From Russia with Love. I was like, oh, I like that dude. That dude should have made it. He was cool. What, like the gypsy camp guy or whatever? Yeah, the guy okay, who came yeah. along with him for the okay. whole time. That guy. Yeah, yeah. I don't know his name. I don't know. I, I, I like, know. I'm just talking about that one. Yeah. Right? yeah. I like T'Pol better in the sure. last one. Yeah. But, I mean, they get, yeah, yes, they give him. Q has some good stuff. Q like, gets like to do stuff. Q getting involved. In and he gets offered sex. <laughs> Maybe yeah. later. By all yeah. the greatest American hero jumps but, guys. <laughs> I mean, but Khan, Khan isn't even a good villain at no. all. He's just like, he's a panty waist is what he is. He's just, the only good thing that comes out of him is the way he says octopussy at the very end of the movie when he's like trying <laughs> Three to. Three times in a row. Yeah, he's like, octopussy. 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 That, that's like yeah. the only good thing he does. in over. And his sidekick is just. He's all he does is glare. That's all he can do. Eh, like that's big all menacing that, sidekick. Yeah, yeah, but he has that good line in the plane where you know Khan tells him to go out and get him. And, Khan, and he's like, "Oh, there. <laughs> all right." <laughs> the, all the plane stuff is awesome. It's awesome. There, yes, I have much respect for the stuntmen in that section. Yeah, because that's crazy. Nobody does that stuff anymore. Yeah. I mean, this dude is on a plane. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, they they built the plane like they built the handles into yeah. the plane to match the paint jobs that you wouldn't necessarily see the way these guys were hanging on for dear life. Yeah, so doing that I, stuff, but I, I, I just it, it's the boring parts are the main thing that make me just go. I understand. Screw that. this movie. I do. I, I I do understand that. I really do. I just I cannot. There and it's and it is much like. Um, diamonds are forever in that for a long part of it you're like why does bond even care like why do they even have bond involved in something this dumb they are pretty similar in that it is jules just like why is this happening yeah and it just happens to tie into a big plot about well we're gonna start a war because of this but i I liked crazy russian general guy because he's just 
so crazy and over enunciating words and being so dramatic and mm. and and you know our idea of what russia was in the 80s where they had specter like rooms of rotating conference rooms and yeah that shit didn't happen they didn't have awesome giant wall-sized monitors with video game how do you war know? games because it came out like russia had like 12 cents this whole time they were just built up to be scary mm. so yeah, but I, it's bottom of the list for me yeah it was easily bottom of the list. There are worse ones for me. It it is but, next to last on my list of Roger Moore ones. But yeah, I, I guess the wait, sixth next to list of Roger Moore. But, next to last of the Roger Moore bonds. What do you have Roger Moore lower than this? The, the one that I don't like as much as this one is um, Spy Love Me, because it's okay. just a hodgepodge of everything we've seen before. It. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'd take a greatest That's the hit. one I like. I, yeah, I was gonna say I take a greatest hits album over some experimental comedy thing it's, that somebody put yeah, out. Yeah, I just it's it's weird to me that <laughs> it's like the sixth entry and they throw money at the guy to come back and like yeah, don't even bother to both, write a script. I mean that's that was yeah. the weirdest thing. It's like am I am I wrong or did the the whole nuclear device thing not even show up until like the very beginning of the third act? It was like that was never even revealed that that was the because like it wasn't until they got on the train we go hey look we got a nuke. It wasn't revealed, but it was hinted at early on that that's what this Russian general's plan was. Well, and the thing he too, was involved with the Jewel Heist, for which being was funding the, this. Yeah, and for being the title character, Octopus, he doesn't do shit. No, except yeah. sleep with Bond and almost get the fatal dose, but it's okay. He saves her. Yeah, but and then busts out of his his injured casts and shit at the end. Uh, yeah, the only thing I, I literally had to point out because I, it dawned on me after I was talking about how dumb this movie had gotten <laughs> that. They literally jump the the cart over a camel. I mean, a literal jump the camel moment. Oh, that, I mean, that chase was fine. That chase was fine. That chase was. Yeah. Fine. It wasn't. It wasn't filmed well. It was. I mean, it was. India's a crowded place. It's hard to do shit there. Uh, yeah, they did what yeah, they could. I, I just. I. I it's didn't fine. enjoy this one at all. Yeah, I, I just. I. It's. It's mind boggling to me that how much I enjoyed. Um, the last one, and, and you know, for your eyes only, and, and is this the same director? And it's apparently only downhill from here. I no, mean, <laughs> <laughs> I, I do not accept that premise. But he really is showing his age in this one. Sure. Well, no, no, I, I didn't mean that. I was just saying, like, I, I'm just surprised at like how inept I felt the directing was in this one compared to how much I liked the one before this. Oh, I don't feel like the direction was inept. I, yeah. I think it was pretty. But I mean, he a director generally has final say over things. Like who who saw those henchwoman costumes and said yes, let's do thing one that. and thing two. Me, I saw them. I said yes. It wasn't. It was, I don't know. Come on, it was like Megaforce. <laughs> it, it, it was weird because it was like I almost want to say it's insulting because like my God, I've never seen camel toe that bad on a female <laughs> on film ever. I mean, like literally, it was like walk, a walking pap smear. It was fucked up. <laughs> And I mean, and it, and it wasn't like it, it wasn't even like someone cool reserved. looking or, you know, it wasn't like cool looking. No, I'm just saying, no, no, I'm saying like the the, the point of having that, it didn't even do anything. It was just like it looks stupid. It, it looked like if you suddenly took a, a comic book character in original comic book clothes and then put them into the real world. That's how stupid it looked. OK. I mean, it was, it was an awful. army of women. But that worked in the circus as their cover story. It, I, I, mean, I mean, whatever. Why that red, bright red? I don't know. Whatever. It's all right. It is by no means a great Bond movie, but yeah. nostalgia fueled for me. The next one is a great Bond movie. Well, the next Roger Moore one is a great Bond movie. You are the only person who says that, Chuck. I know. Just because you love fucking walking. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but I mean, we didn't even talk about boob zoom. 
Oh, yeah. <laughs> <That> was- <laughs> My comment on that was Bond Blarn. has officially become everybody's crazy single old uncle. <laughs> he was so happy point. when he was oh, doing it. He was so joyful. Oh. It's like, that's not smooth Bond. And that's like creepy old uncle. Not only does he leave the camera there while he wanders out of the scene, the woman never moves. <laughs> so yeah. just there's this monitor with uh, boobs on it for the rest of the no. scene. No, a- am no, I wrong no. in thinking that he didn't sleep with a single Indian woman in the entire movie? He, he offered. Uh, well, I know the, yeah, the, 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 the clerk checking him in. Yeah. Yeah. In the obligatory, was. here's your hotel room, Mr. Bond. Right. Yeah. But I'm just saying like that. <laughs> that's, God, Chuck, since you said that. God damn it. <laughs> yes, every movie. He Bond checks into, checks into a hotel every damn movie. You can't unlearn that. You can't unnotice it. it hey, it once it's pointed out. A Bond checks into a hotel. <laughs> yeah. Um, every movie, they have yeah. to show him checking in. Yeah. But I'm just saying, I think this is like one of the first times he goes somewhere and doesn't sleep with one of the natives. Basically, you know what I'm saying? No, I, I get it. It's just strange. I mean, it's like yeah. generally. Like, well, he doesn't kill anyone with his Bondness in this one. True. Yeah. I'm saying it's like every other movie. It's like, hey, I'm I'm in Brazil. Hey, Brazilian lady, how you doing? I mean, he sleeps with the one chick who was just sleeping with him to get the the Faberge egg, and then he sleeps with Maude Adams again. Yeah, because yeah. he didn't get her right the first time. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody in the closet this time. Yeah, yeah, you know. So this just makes me wonder something I've been thinking about too. Is like mm-hmm. you said, a lot of your love of this is nostalgia fueled. This one, yeah. Do you think I've just been thinking about this in general as far as movies go, but like. Do you think nostalgia is a good or a bad thing? For me, it's a good thing. If it makes Chuck like this movie, then bad. No, yeah. <laughs> no I mean, no, I'm just kidding. I, I, in all honesty, though, I mean, if I, I can hate a movie or whatever, but I, I honestly never hold it against somebody for enjoying something because, you know, I mean, in, in the simplest case, it's like, hey, I enjoy this. I, I, it's not right for me to go, no, you're not allowed to enjoy it. If you enjoy yeah. something that's wrong. Yeah, to but say I mean, you're not allowed to. I feel like we've done that though in the past. Well, sure, sure. Like sure. when we talk about the nostalgia tinted glasses, like especially like Night of the Comet sticks out for me because I know a lot of people that love that movie. And since basically none of us had seen it before we did it for this show, we were all right. like, this is kind of dull and boring. And there's like a couple good scenes, but otherwise it's crap. Mm-hmm. You know, I feel that way a little bit about Buckaroo Bonsai too. Not that we didn't think it was crap, but I know Chuck has an abiding love for that movie love that we were just like, we don't get it, no. you know. So it's kind of, and I'm on the fence because I had seen it when I was, when I was younger. So yeah. I mean, it's like, but I, it wasn't like something I rewatched a lot. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah. it seems like nostalgia like can allow you to enjoy something that otherwise you wouldn't. I, it it even, really like even though you know you probably shouldn't. It really all depends because like for the, for the case of this movie in the case of Octopussy, I I adored it as a kid. Watching it now, I I see its flaws as a mo- as someone who has watched a million movies since then and mm-hmm. has honed in what they like and what they don't. I recognize that there are bad aspects to it, like story structure and jokes and stuff that are, that are terrible. It is not one of the best bond movies, but I can tolerate it because I loved it so much. Mm-hmm. There have been times that I've watched movies that I loved as a kid and just was like, Whoa, I don't get this at all. Yeah. I know I'll get lynched, but I, I feel that way about Goonies. When we tried to watch it a few years ago, it was just a bunch of kids shouting guys at each other <laughs> for an hour, for an hour and 45 minutes. Yeah, I mean, I, I feel I feel weirdly about that movie and certain movies like that, where it's like, I do have the nostalgia, but I also realize it wasn't the best made movie ever in a lot of ways, you know? Well, there are some movies that are of their time, like, especially movies in the 80s, like... Mm-hmm. 
if you, if you were not in the moment of the eighties, enjoying something from the eighties, it, it's, it's gone. I mean, you, because we are so different from the sensibilities and the, mm-hmm. just the everything eightiesness. Mm-hmm. Now it's, it's hard. Um, there's a lot of things, especially not only just nostalgia of going back to a certain time, but it, it also has to do with your age when you saw it. I mean, for example, like loved, loved, loved as a kid, Thundercats, the cartoon. Mm-hmm. Try to go back and watch it now. It's awful. It's yeah, kind of well, pretty much like, all yeah. of our cartoons it, are. That well, way. I mean, there's some that yeah. aren't. I mean, there are some that are better than others. But I'm saying like Thundercats is particularly awful. I mean, like that is like a, a cut above all the worst of awful. Like, I mean. I think I think you know Transformers, GI Joe. They still kind of hold up. I mean, they were always kind of. I'm saying they were always kind of goofy. This like literally is bad. Like it's bad animation. It's bad. Like people talking to themselves for no reason to further story along. Sure. You know, mm-hmm. just awful storytelling. So. Yeah, and and I think too a lot of it, it sort of depends on what type of movie it is that you have the nostalgia for. That depending on how far that genre has advanced, like horror movies are especially something like that. Like mm-hmm. you look at the current crop of horror movies, the way that that genre has played out, you try to show them something from like early eighties, you know, someone who has watched nothing but saw movies. You try to show them something from the early eighties. That was like, you try to show them Halloween. Mm-hmm. You show someone, you show a millennial Halloween and most of them will look at it and go, this is slow and boring and nothing happens in this movie. This movie sucks. Yeah. Yeah. It's but they'll watch saw six and think it's the greatest thing ever. And they are wrong. <laughs> it, yeah. It all depends. I, mean, I, I and, and that's the thing too, is so much stuff. It's like, like Halloween as an example is it's influential because it was the first time that was done, but it's been done so many times since exactly. that it's lost all. Yeah. Yeah. I, you, you know, because people have figured out how to do it better right. in certain cases and everyone goes, okay, well, yeah, that's good, but it was better in this. And it's yeah. like, yeah, it was, but, it that would not happen if not for Halloween. Sure. Yeah. It, it's know. sad. Some people literally do not or cannot or will not try to understand the origins of something that they enjoy, mm-hmm. no matter what it is. If it's film, music, books, whatever, they won't ever go back and realize that something is taking bits of this, this, and this to make, you know, it's yeah. like, it's like someone yeah. you could show something. It's funny to me that you could show somebody a, a, like a Tarantino movie and they think that's great. That's great. And you try to show them and say like, well, he took that from here. And they're like, I don't, I don't care. I don't want to watch that. I, I like this better. Well, yeah. Well, Jen's like that with the Beatles, like tomorrow never knows. I'm yeah. like, you would not have stuff like chemical brothers and all the sort of music that you listen to without that song. Right. Yeah. Like these things would not exist without that. She's like, I don't care, but I don't like the Beatles. So fuck that song. And <laughs> I'm like, well, Hold on a minute. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that is appropriate thing to say if someone yeah. says they don't like the Beatles. Um, on the flip side of that, though, we're getting to a point now where if you show someone eighteen, twenty years old now, you, you go back and, and they watch Reservoir Dogs for the first time. Reservoir Dogs is something that launched this genre of dialogue-driven crime movies that mm-hmm. had not been a thing before that, really. That then became nothing but a thing after that, so that they go back and watch that for the first time. It's just like, what's the big deal about this movie? Who cares? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it just it all depends on where you are in time and how tolerant you are of the origin of something that has since become a genre unto itself. Yeah, as much as we shit on certain things and certain quote unquote bad movies and history of certain kinds of movies, I, I really do. I've always tried to figure out and watch movies of, of all times with a you know open mind of okay well this was how this was then uh, it's 
it is slower. It's silly special effects because they don't have anything mm-hmm. better. Yeah. But I try to you know look at it from a filmmaking storytelling perspective, and sure. it's like. Well, it's like you can't shit all over the early Bond movies because the char- the car chases were done green screen or sped mm-hmm. up or yeah. whatever. Yeah, I mean, you really, I mean, you can say, oh, that's you know annoying now because, but I understand what they were going for then. That's the way movies were done. Um, I know we've talked about this before, but like the 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 car chase and bullet, you know, which is just like, oh my god, the invention of the car chase. It's the greatest thing ever. It's just, mm-hmm. yes, it is, and you can fully give it credit for that. But having seen a bazillion car chases since. And then going back and watching Bullet, you're like, okay, I see why this is the first instance of this amazing car chase, and I, I get it. Mm-hmm. However, I've since seen it done a hundred times better since in movies that are nowhere near as good, but I enjoyed that more. Well, yeah. Well, so, you, you can still watch something, and you can respect it, yeah. even if you don't enjoy it. Sure. It just depends on how big of a dick you are. <laughs> I mean, some. Well, I, I mean that saying that some people will watch Bullet and say, this sucks. I've seen car chases. This sucks. Yeah. If you can't if you can't embrace the fact that this is what you're watching in every other movie since it's like mm-hmm. it had bullet not been this crazy thing, you wouldn't have all of that because no one would have thought to do it. Well, I feel that way a bit about the Bond movies, really, is, sure. is that each kind of contributed something to their time. And we're reaching the point where everything that's learning from them has kind of surpassed them. You yeah. Know, like the other products of the time. You know, and as the 80s go on, that's certainly going to be the case. Because, well, yeah, you know, you're getting you've got Lethal Weapon and sure. Die Hard and sure, you're getting to and where other movies that know how to do action yeah. in the, the action genre more interesting ways surpassed the the champion of that genre at the time. It's like, well, you you aspire to be a Bond movie and then somewhere it's like, OK, well, then these movies got better than the Bond movies mm-hmm. and the Bond movies are trying to catch up to where the genre went, basically. So. Yeah, which really becomes apparent once you hit Casino Royale, mm-hmm. which, you know, I know people like BJ don't like it because they were like, well, Bourne came out and changed everything right? and brought all these styles that were formerly only in like martial arts movies. Mm-hmm. They weren't in Hollywood blockbusters. And right. now we have to do that. Yeah. Our spy you has know. no crazy Croft McGraw move isn't everything like disarming and, bah, yeah. you know, or people aren't even going to think he's cool, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, and it's. I'll still think he's cool. Yeah, and it's and and that's a bummer. And like as I'll always love our spot. I know, but that's the thing is, it felt like before they were they were creating the style, mm-hmm. and as it goes on, it feels like Bond becomes more of a reactionary thing. Yeah, you know, as we'll get later on. I mean, like you get into a, a freaking revenge Bond movie. Well, yeah, you look you look at what the the Daniel Craig Bond movies turned into, and it's like nowhere near what any of the bond movies used to be i mean they totally rebooted that to be like okay we got to catch up to what Mm -hmm. action movies have done we can't keep doing the same thing you know thinking of watching born identity and talking about last week but that movie came out same year as die another day Mm -hmm. and immediately made die another day seem ludicrous and ridiculous and stupid in so many ways oh i can't wait to get there i know <laughs> yeah well i mean it, and well, i'm it hoping wasn't a very good movie to begin with yeah. so i mean i'm hoping i much. accept it more but i just remember walking out of the theater being like fuck that thing <laughs> fuck that bloated mess because i mean it really it like that's where they reach is a point where it's just like what in god's name like because they have they constantly feel like they're having to one-up each other which yeah is also why we're getting reboots of everything now. Yeah, they <laughs> because everything feels like it has to one-up everything, and yeah. then it's like, no, now we got to bring it back to basics. Yeah. But. Anywho. Anyway, emails. We've rambled. 
That's a, that was a free topic for that's you. That's a good topic. And I do think, I think to answer your original question, I don't think nostalgia is a bad thing because it brings that person joy. Yeah, mm-hmm. like I said, if you enjoy something... It gives you enjoyment of something you might not exactly. otherwise enjoy. Yeah, I mean, if your nostalgia is to hate something, then you've got a problem. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's, yeah, that's the thing. It's like, I, I try not to hate too many things. Like, I mean, it really takes something just that just gets under my skin for me to go, I fucking hate that. Yeah. Theodore Rex. I only well, really <laughs> hate things... The things I genuinely hate are lost potential. Like, when you've just... Sure. When, you know, like like I said with Expendables 2, when you got, like, basically one shot to do this, and you fuck it up, and, you know, you really don't get another shot at it, that's the stuff that really just yeah, uh, that'll makes never, me That'll never go into hate column. Like I said to me, it's, it's you waste, gotta do something like Batman and Robin, where it's like, fuck you. Yeah, but wasted potential is, is the worst thing. It's yeah. the, it's oh, the saddest thing. It's the worst thing possible. So, what do our readers, listeners, viewers have to say? <laughs> <laughs> Readers, listeners. We actually have a few. Su- we got a couple of new suggestions. Bring oh, okay. it. Okay. Bring them. Uh, first one's an email mm-hmm. from our friend. I'm going to say Yoke. That's what we keep saying. He, he hasn't corrected. Yeah, us he yet. never. He didn't tell us what the official one. But he okay. says uh, he had. A, he, he said he has more movie recommendations from the cold wastelands. Ah, the frozen north. Yes. He says, Hello, Bamcast. Hell Squad was a polarizing movie, but it made interesting. Uh, Made for an interesting BMF episode. Yeah. I have something with the same kind of potential. Yeah. <laughs> he says, my new recommendation comes with a warning of do not watch this alone, especially if you are a melon. <laughs> I'm, I'm guessing there's some sort of translation thing going on. Is Gallagher there. in the movie? <laughs> yes. <laughs> but anyway, he says, Nine Deaths of the Ninja from oh. 1985 is a bad movie masterpiece. Yeah. It stars none other than 80s ninja himself, Sho Kozuki. Ah, okay. There is ball-punching midgets. Actors the likes you have never seen before and phones of unusual size. Ooh. You will learn the dangers of <laughs> <P-O-U-S's>. polo. <P-O-U-S's. laughs> yes, you will learn the dangers of polo, how to deal with deadly female scuba divers, and where the predator stole the mad minute scene. Hmm. Hmm. So hmm. apparently Nine Deaths of the Ninja has a Jesse Ventura guy shooting up everything. Okay. So uh, uh, we've already had the dangers of croquet, so I guess it's time for the dangers of polo. Sure. I, I need to know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he gets into a plot synopsis. Do you want to hear it or not? No. 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 Nothing. Okay. You sold it I mean, on nine deaths of, yeah, yeah, and yeah. nine deaths of the ninja. Yeah. I mean, come on. You had me a ninja. Here's yeah. the thing. Shokasugi had this little run in the 80s of, I don't know where he came from. I mean, I know where he came from, but I mean, I just in terms of like. Japan? He doesn't have a father. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know he had a father. I just, I just mean like he suddenly like was in American movies and then suddenly went away. Mm-hmm. Um, but he had this nice little filmography bubble that was like, this guy's pretty good. His movies aren't great, but he commits to crazy madcap mm-hmm. nonsense in his movies. So all you have to do is tell me 80s and his name and I'm on board. All right. So. Yeah. Well, he says this movie is a must for B-movie friends. And would and would fit <laughs> fiends friends yeah, well, yeah says would fit somehow with the Bond theme also okay, okay. sure yes. if you're unconvinced just look up the title scene from YouTube hmm. I think I hear a mountain lion yours truly okay from <laughs> Finland so. speaking of hearing a mountain lion Is it, did Steve Jobs no, I, yeah I'm gonna play a, a email that's uh, off of my computer which is running mountain lion <laughs> ah wondered where that was going yeah sorry <laughs> man that was a long way for that <laughs> <laughs> no i was just getting into the next email we uh we have uh it looks like probably possibly yins and scott again it is yeah they uh they is also, it their apology <laughs> no they already, no, they already sent once. the apology this is their their revised recommendations ah, which hopefully uh, are rape free the redemption yes yeah. yes bring it home the guys. rape redemption 
Bamfcast, this is Jens here. And Scott here. Today we come to you with a dual recommendation. Technically a dual dual recommendation because we were split on what exactly to recommend to make up for Sex and Fury. The first of these movies is Demon City Shinjuku, which is the quintessential good-bad anime. Really a classic hero's journey about a young boy who must follow in the footsteps of his father to save Japan and the president of the world from a demon invasion. The thing I love most about this is the dub, and even subtitle elitist Yins here prefers the dub. It's that good. It's hard to describe why it is so amazing, but I have to say the confusing accents really make it stand out. British, Manhattan, Mexican, Spaniard, they really went with variety. And in order to make the dialogue scan, they added tons of profanity. And the other movie is BKO, Bangkok Knockout. This was made by martial arts stunt people in the same way that Action USA was made by stuntmen. Basically, a martial arts stunt team gets roped into a dangerous game situation where a bunch of rich, foreign assholes bet on who lives and who dies. A dude does martial arts while on fire. Yes, that actually fucking happened. So on that note, this is Jens out. Scott out. Highland. <laughs> okay. Wow. You sh- I wish we had video of our faces when you started describing BKO. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds like... Because we were like, all right, b- stop the tape. In. So the guy we're that fights him this. on fire, is he a BK broiler? Wow. That was a whopper of a joke. No. Oh. <laughs> We've sold out now, this week, ladies and gentlemen. I... Demon City Shinjuku or whatever he said. Mm-hmm. We'll see. You, you said you, that just got anime. Like, like, yeah, anime. That got rolled. That got steamrolled by BKO. No, right like, there. Like, yeah. That was like all everyone's eyes just sort of glassed over. We heard anime. Yeah. Yeah. We heard the word anime. Yeah. We'll but see. I do like the uh, special correspondent music. In yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Nicely produced recommendation. That's what we want. Mm-hmm. We want you to uh, sell it. If that needs music and sound effects and all that shit. Bring it. Well, it helps if you can describe a movie as basically action USA type well, filmmaking, yeah, with, except made martial in arts. Yeah. yeah, Thailand. Yeah. So everybody, that's how you drive. From now on, that's how you drive. Right. Sell it. Sell it fast. Sell it hard. <laughs> <laughs> sell it wet. Yes. Mm. Good job, drive guys. it hard and put it away wet. Yeah. Oh. Right. Anyway, so he has some good recommendations mm-hmm. this week. Yeah. Definitely. I can go for any of those. Okay. Well. Are we all done now? Is that it? Emails, voicemails? That's it, man. Oh, okay. We're recording early. Remember, this is yeah, recorded in the past. So Time for us to do more stuff. But If you sent an email this week, all recording um, you'll probably hear it next week because we recorded this a long time ago. So. Yeah. And the once again, the warning that there was no Dragon Con talk because we haven't been there yet. But we have. <laughs> <laughs> so if you're listening after Dragon Con, welcome. Yes. Hi. Yeah. Hi. Harlow was happy to meet you at Dragon Con. Exactly. And maybe others. We'll yes. see. I hope you did not exchange germs <laughs> and that you and our friend are safe. <laughs> Message to future selves. <laughs> oh, God, I could be missing. <laughs> yeah. The show I really might... hope you don't turn up missing. This, this would be bad. <laughs> the show might be a memorial. Yeah. God. Uh, have some sad music. Probably should have done a better episode. Right? Yeah. Oh, memory. Oh, well. we'll just edit a coda at the end. Oh, okay. Nice In little loving to memory. You. In order for Harlow. to achieve world peace, we must eliminate violence. Yes. And conflu and conflu conflu. We will give you sad conflu walking away music. Yes, if you if you were to die at Dragon Con, we will give you sad walking away. We'll put a supercut of your best puns together. That's awesome. Yeah, over the sad Hulk walking away music. I I just wanted to be immortalized. He did. He died doing what he loved. 
which was con float, <laughs> apparently. Getting kidnapped yeah. and thrown off a bridge. Mm-hmm. Yes. In Hotlanta. <sighs> right. Hot! So how about some very quick contact information? BMFcast.com, Facebook.com slash BMFcast, Twitter.com slash BMFcast, Stitcher, search for Bad Movie Fiends podcast, listen to us magically. Search us. Search for us on iTunes. Subscribe, rate, review. Mm-hmm. Then call us on the Garfield phone at 910-5-JOX-BMF or 910-556-9263. Or send us an email with a cute little well-produced wave file like uh, Yens and Scott. Mm-hmm. To BMF at BMFcast.com. Yep. Brought to you by it. Burger King. Mm-hmm. <laughs> BK Broiler. <laughs> Put a right. whopper in your mouth. <laughs> oh, God. Right, so let's get out of here, shall we? Okay. okay. I'm Harlow. I'm Mackie. I'm the Beach. And I'm Chuck. And this is Bamcast Out. Bamcast Out.